Hello, my soul-seeking friends. It's Shanna. Thank you so much for listening to Sense of Soul Podcast. Enlightening conversations with like-minded souls from around the world, sharing their journey of finding their light within, turning pain into purpose, and awakening to their true sense of soul. If you like what you hear, show me some love and rate, like, and subscribe. And consider becoming a Sense of Soul Patreon member, where you will get ad-free episodes, monthly circles, and much more. Now go grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Today I have with me Jennifer Mitchell. She is a quantum healing hypnosis practitioner, and she is also a BQH practitioner, which is the online format. Jennifer is the founder of The Soul Experience, where she says miracles are normal. With a single session, her clients can experience life-altering, powerful change. They can find out their life's purpose, release deeply rooted trauma, and receive the answers to most of their important life questions. She is super passionate about this technique, and for herself, she found it to be absolutely profound and life-changing, as it also has been for her many clients. Thank you so much for being with us. I'm so excited to hear more about how you landed into the quantum healing hypnosis technique. And I can't wait to share my experience with with our listeners because it was amazing and you're lovely. And it's been a pleasure getting to know you too. I've also done some of your ancestry and it's just been super fun. I would love to have you share with our listeners how you landed into this modality. Absolutely. So I am based out of Las Vegas, Nevada. So I believe it was in 2016 is when I first discovered Dolores Cannon. I was scrolling through YouTube and I came across a video and I just stopped and was like, who is this lady? She looks like she should be knitting a blanket for her grandchildren, but she's (laughs) talking about all this really interesting stuff. She's talking about past life regression and transcending to new earth by raising our vibration and alien abductions and all this stuff that was so fascinating. So I went down this Dolores Cannon rabbit hole, I'll just say, and decided that I wanted to have a session so bad after researching it and learning all about it. I found a practitioner. At the time, there was nobody here in Las Vegas. So the closest practitioner I could find was in LA. So I flew to LA, booked a hotel room, had my session, which was absolutely wild. So amazing. And During the part where we speak to our subconscious, there's a question and answer period at the end of the session. My subconscious actually told me that I should be a practitioner. And I didn't know where to take that because I was involved in the corporate world, was plugged into the matrix, doing the whole nine to five. Absolutely miserable, I will say. And so I took this information and I just sat on it, but it was always playing in the back of my mind from then on that I wasn't on the right path and I need to be doing something more. And then the desire and the urge over the years just kind of got, you know, more and more that I was on the wrong path. When the pandemic hit, I was an executive at a large bank in town and it was really hard because we had a lot of virtual staff and virtual team. And when the pandemic hit, we lost a lot of the virtual team. And so I had all this work and half my team and it was really stressful. So I really took a step back 
at my life and I'm like, do I really want to be sitting in these boardrooms and having these meetings and all this work or do I want to take a break? And so as interesting as it is, but the pandemic was really the catalyst for change for me. So I love my full-time job. My husband thought it was crazy. (laughs) I've heard this a lot. (laughs) And (laughs) I decided to go full-time into being a practitioner and it was scary at first. You know, a lot of people hadn't really heard. I don't think about QHHT. Now more and more people are finding out about this modality of healing and I'm getting sessions like all the time and I'm really busy actually. So it's been a fun journey. I've really discovered myself through helping others as well. And I'm fulfilled in my work and I know that this is what I'm supposed to do. It's my calling and I see miracles happen every day. I mean, it's, it's incredible what comes up in these sessions. It it really is. Had you ever had a past life regression or had you been interested in any of that before your first session? No, (laughs) no, honestly, until I found Dolores, I've always been highly intuitive and empath since I can remember. And I knew that there's more out there, but I never really researched it and dived into it and was on the path until I discovered her. She really was also, you know, part of my awakening journey. When I started listening to all her videos and stuff, my mind was just like expanding so fast. And I just dove right in and kind of became obsessed with everything about QHHT, past life regression, the subconscious, what comes up, our soul and how many lifetimes our soul is lived. And it's just fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. And I think that's what keeps me going too, is the interest and what's going to come up today? Where's my client going to go today? (laughs) What are we going to experience? It's always different, unique, and absolutely nothing short of a miracle. Wow. Dolores Cannon was more like science-based than spiritual when she first got into this. Is that right? Yes. And, you know, I like to refer to Dolores Cannon as a spiritual pioneer. She started doing past life regression work in the 1950s and really pushed the boundaries and opened a new way of thinking for people on a global scale. And this is in a time right when nobody was talking about this stuff at all. And before she passed, she'd authored, I want to say 17 books and had trained thousands of practitioners around the world. But what's really unique about the Dolores Cannon method is it's not like typical hypnosis at all. I have clients that come to me like, I can't be hypnotized. And first things, that's not true. Everybody can be hypnotized. Every single person can. And with her method is that she's created a way to contact the higher self, subconscious, you know, over soul it has many names, but it's a part of us that is connected to source. And when we connect with that, that's where the real interesting stuff happens. Uh, and that's what makes QHHT unique is that we're connecting with a different part of the mind than a typical hypnosis session would. Are you connecting also to like your Akashic field of your, your Akashic records in some way? Cause that's what it felt like kind of for me. Absolutely. 100%. And so when we call forward the subconscious, um, that usually happens after the past life regression, 
We are calling forward the part of us that has access to the past, present, future, to all the records. And I even say that, you know, like I call forward, Shanna's subconscious mind. You are the part that has, you know, the access to everything that's ever happened to her soul in this lifetime and all the other lifetimes. So 100%, we are tapping into the Akashic records. And Dolores Cannon even talks about that in some of her books and even in some of the videos that are out there as well. The only book I ever read of Dolores Cannon's was The Three Waves. <clears throat> she reminds me a lot of like Ryan Wise, who through their own work discovered that there was all these similarities in their clients, which I found to be just unbelievable. Yeah. And, you know, when you actually talk about similarities with clients, I would like to touch on that. And that's for me is one way that I validate my work. 100% is the synchronicities across my clients. My clients don't know each other. And I can have a client regress to a time and place. And then several weeks later, I can have a client regress to a very similar time and place, maybe even the same time and place. And the things that they say are spot on identical. When I realize I'm like, okay, this is a place, you know, my client was at a few weeks ago. Let me ask the same questions. Every single time the answers align. And that's really validating. Yeah. That's almost yeah. proof, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if they don't know each other, that's remarkable. Dolores Cannon talks about in three waves, how we are star seated here. That's what her clients were saying, that they were from these different places and that they were coming down for a specific purpose. And you see that right now, a lot of people, well, especially the younger generations and some of our generations, you know, awakening we're like connecting back to the roots of what she actually was receiving from her clients back then. Absolutely. So everything that she wrote about in her books was information that came through her clients globally from the higher self of her clients. And she found many synchronicities enough to where she was able to author 17 books. So she wrote about this in the three waves of volunteers was that in 1945, when Hiroshima detonated, that it sent out like a vibration because everything is interconnected and intertwined, all of the realms, dimensions. And so it sent out like this shock wave. And at that time, I mean, people were nervous about it because we could potentially destroy much more than just our own planet. And so that's when the call went out and hence the three waves of volunteers. So the first wave of volunteers was the baby boomers and they entered into like this thick consciousness and they really had to overcome a lot and pave the way for change and for the new thinking for the second wave. And the second wave started to trickle in around the early to mid eighties. Here I am. <laughs> uh, that would be my generation. And then now, yeah. And then now, you know, we have definitely to your point, you know, those who are coming in now are the most enlightened. They're really gravitating to this type of work. And so star seeds, absolutely, you know, is what is what they call it. You know, people coming in from different planets to come and help raise the vibration of earth to more of a heart-based vibration and out of this more like 3D mind matrix that we were living in previously. Okay, Jennifer, this is kind of interesting, but you know, you and I both have children the same age as well. Yes. And we were just talking about them right before we started the interview. You know, my daughter is so sensitive. She is not like my other three older children, you know, by any means. I mean, they all have unique things about them, but I have kids from my oldest son is almost 26 years old. What the two, um, <laughs> at least almost 11. And 
she just came in so very raw and, you know, I can tell she, you know, she's extremely empathetic. I mean, the other night she was crying. Like, I think she said she cried herself to sleep about some willow project. And she asked me in the morning, do you know what the willow project mom? And it was about the polar bears and the penguins in Alaska. And she was blaming our president. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, can you imagine thinking that way when you were their age? No, I really can't. So there's definitely different. And it's so interesting. I just got chills when you started talking about her because two nights ago, I took my son, who's also 11, out for ice cream. We're sitting there, we're eating our ice cream. And I'm like, let's go, hon. Let's just wrap this up and we'll just, you know, save it and go home. We get in the car. He's like, mom, I'm really glad we left because somebody walked in and they had a brown energy cloud around them. And I looked at him and I was like, wait, what? And he was like, I'm more aware than you think I am, mom. I feel energy. And I said, okay. (laughs) I need to teach you how to zip up. And he's like, what does that mean? And so we started talking about it, but yeah. It's just incredible the, the, where they're at. And I am so excited to see the development and the changes that are going yeah. to happen with this right. new generation. Can you imagine? I mean, when you said that, you know, the waves were originally called into a time that was very scary for the earth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is what we're going through right now. We talked about that before we got on as well. I mean, you have threats of nuclear weapons, you have war, you know, Mother Earth is reacting with all of her might from the inside out with her earthquakes and destruction Mm -hmm. hurricanes and you can tell there is a vibration that is happening that is catastrophic almost right and so but maybe that's what our littles are here for Mm -hmm. and I do definitely agree with that you can feel it things feel very different especially even since the pandemic, like things have shifted. And I think that most people can feel that whether they're on a conscious path or not, it's undeniable the change and the shift that we felt. And growing up in this world, I can't even imagine being a kid right now. And so it's important that we know for me as a parent, we're extra sensitive and, you know, hyper aware. And I'm always like putting myself in my son's position as a kid. I thought the world was scary, the big bad world. I can't even imagine now. So they definitely yeah. are special. They're here and they're going to go through a lot more in their lifetime than, than we've ever seen. That, that's for certain. And they're going to teach us too. They're going to mm-hmm. teach us. Absolutely. You know, what's interesting is that I had this aha moment when I was going through my own journey, discovering that, you know, I believe we're all empaths, but some of us are more sensitive than others. And I was looking at my children and I realized, oh my gosh, it is so important as a parent for you to know it's just like it's important for you to know that if they're struggling at school where they may need extra Mm -hmm. help that if your child is sensitive or is an empath or is you know able to see auras my daughter sees auras by the way in color and yeah or having you know spiritual experiences or dreams for you to nourish that you know for you to be aware of that and be there mm-hmm. for them because they picked you as a parent for that reason. Right. 
Absolutely. And it's interesting you said auras because that's exactly what during our conversation, my son is like, oh yeah, I, I can see different colors around people. I have a greenish yellow. And a, and so he knew like his own aura. And mm-hmm. I was really shocked by that because he never opened up to me to that level. And I agree with you 100%. It is our responsibility as parents to nurture that. On the same token, sometimes I'm very cautious on what I say because I also think like, I don't want to overwhelm him. A kid should be a kid. He's still discovering and finding himself. And I do past life regression work. And I mean, he needs to focus on this mission, this journey here and now as a child. When he's older, we can work on, you know, past lives. And that's actually, touch on that as a practitioner, I wouldn't, I would never regress anybody under 18 for that specific reason, because I think that you're still developing, there's enough confusion growing up already. I really, I wouldn't want to do a session on a child or a young adolescent. I've had people come to me and I've said no for that reason, because they think that they need to first find themselves, first focus, get their bearings in this lifetime when you're older and, you know, your mind is more, you know, developed and you can handle that. That would be an appropriate time to do, you know, a past life regression. This is my opinion as a practitioner. I don't know if you knew Jennifer, but Tensley, my youngest, the 11 year old, Mm -hmm. she is actually why I had my first past life regression. Mm -hmm. So when, by the time she was five, it was like between four and five, she had recalled two lives. And Mm -hmm. one of them by like first and last name, occupation, location, as she got older, she stopped talking about it. But Mm -hmm. I mean, she was a little girl who loved princesses and ponies and said she was an old man one time. It made no sense. And so that's why I ended up getting my first past life regression. But I wanted to ask you, what is the difference between a past life regression and a quantum healing hypnosis session? With the past life regression is actually part of the quantum healing hypnosis. And so, and that's a good question, Jenna, because we, there is a lot of healing that actually does happen throughout the past life regression portion. Oftentimes we're carrying trauma that's stored and trapped in the body that we brought from those previous lifetimes, or maybe if there was a traumatic death experience, And where the quantum really comes into play is because time is quantum. When we're connected with that deep part of us, and I have my clients in that synambulistic state of mind, there's no time. Uh, When we connect with, you know, the subconscious, the higher self that's connected to source, there's no like here now, everything is happening at once for them. So when I regress a client, I am experiencing this. I am seeing this. They don't have any concept of where they're at. And what I've also uncovered as a practitioner, it's my opinion and my belief is that with time, it's very hard for the human mind to grasp the concept of time, I think. And time is simultaneously occurring all at once, all at the same time is what I have uncovered as a practitioner through sessions. And what I'm starting to notice is we can be living in this moment right here, right now, but we're also at the same time, simultaneously on another timeline in another realm in another dimension in a previous life, future life. And it's all happening all at once. And it's hard to kind of like wrap the head around it. So that's where the quantum comes into place because we're really tapping into that part of us that is really connected and unbound by time. So it's quantum and the healing because we release a lot of trauma and we also ask the mind to scan the body during the session. And so when your mind is scanning the body, it's looking for anything that's not in perfect harmony that it can heal. 
and of course, then we do the questions and answers and we can ask you know, questions about past lives, future, things like that. Yeah, I would definitely say that I experienced that with you. I would mm. say just personally from having, you know, a few past life regressions before and then this session, I was not expecting to jump that much between lives and between beings. I mean, at one point, I, I still am shocked. I've actually, <laughs> I've only told a few people and just for the listeners, I went from this life. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't all beautiful and joy, but I felt like it was a, a normal kind of situation to when Jennifer asked me to look at my feet, I didn't have feet. Like I was looking for feet and I didn't have feet and I was scaly. And so that freaked me out. In fact, I think that my ego and like my, my human self kind of like wanted to jolt out of that and, and like find some reason or something. I don't know. Actually, I'm not really sure what was happening, but I do remember feeling very uncomfortable. I felt a resistance of my own brain. Does that make mm -hmm. any sense to you? Yeah. And so just to fill in a little bit of a gap there. So after your past life, we kind of hung out on the other side to see what would, would come forward. And so we found, okay. you found yourself in a very interesting time and place. And I asked for you again to look down to see if you had a physical form, a physical body. And I could tell, even though you're in hypnosis, I could tell it was a little bit shocking for you because you're like, uh, I... Um, I'm, I'm scaly, <laughs> if I recall correctly, because I've done a lot of sessions actually since then too. You had webbed hands. If mm -hmm. I, yeah. You know, one thing I've also found out through my sessions is that the soul is always the same. Personalities change from lifetime to lifetime, experience to experience, but the soul, the soul is always the same. And so regardless of what avatar, I'll just call it an avatar you're wearing, it's still you. And the person that you are now inside of that avatar. I could tell that you were a little shocked by that in the session. I was extremely shocked. Yeah. And it was like my ego started to judge my own self. Like I here I am observing something and I like, like my brain was like, mm -mm, no, for some reason, I think it's just because what I've been told, right? You know, I've been mm -hmm. told maybe, you know, reptilians have an agenda. You know what something interesting is that what I found, and this happens a lot after maybe somebody lives a lifetime, is that the soul goes to a place to get cleansed. So when we're on the other side, it's very common, you know, I'll ask my client, where are you now? And I'm going somewhere. I'm going to clean my soul. I'm going to get cleansed. And so that's happened several times. If somebody needs a cleansing of the soul after a certain lifetime, that they'll go to this place where their soul is cleansed and then they can prepare for the next lesson, the next journey. After well, and, here, and here's a silly thing is that so I was trying to make excuses for my reptilian self <laughs> where I was telling someone about it. I was like, well, I could have just been like, like a lizard or an alligator, like an animal. And then I was like, however, I was standing like straight up. So 
But yeah, actually the episode that I just released with Chris Macklin, we actually talked about that because he's a Melchizedek being. And, you know, I've done, I've taken classes where I've really connected with Lyrans. I've had many people actually associate me with Sirius, you know, being Syrian. So I'm sure that we've had lives of all of these different beings so that we can experience all of it. If we're even talking about this right now, that means that we've probably had way more than a few lives and we've had a lot of experiences mm-hmm. of the different things in different planet systems. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know, everybody's really is different. I've had clients who've only had three lives. I had mm-hmm. one the other day that's only lived three because in between the lives, she actually is an assigner. So assigners are the people who will review the life with you and then help you t- determine where you want to go, what you want to do and what lesson you want to take on next. So she had only actually experienced three lifetimes because when she's an assigner and then I've had people who have had hundreds of lives and very common, I have people regress to other planets. Lemuria is actually common. The beautiful crystalline city comes up a lot with my clients and they all describe this same, you know, crystalline city the red planet, which sounds like a futuristic version of Mars, to be honest. I'm still trying to figure the red planet out, but I've had at least six or seven clients regress there and they all say the exact same thing. It's a futuristic planet. Everybody has to live indoors because the environment, they can't breathe the air outside. And so this whole entire society is an indoor society, very high tech non-monetary. And so again, there's that validation. Everyone's telling me the same thing. I regressed Mandy to a place where she described everything was crystal like that. Mm. Yeah. It, it, it's, I'm just getting chills. Yes. And, the, and everything is crystal and they communicate telepathically. What about the transportations? On the red planet, the transportation is all magnetic. And so that's where I'm, it sounds like an Elon Musk version of Mars. It really, really does. Um, very futuristic, high tech, non-monetary. Everybody has a job that they're supposed to do. And the food is interesting. Everyone says the food just appears. I push buttons and the food appears. It sounds like Star Trek. You know, again, it's about those synchronicities and it's very validating when these people do not know each other and are all telling me the same thing. And the sky is red. So you're describing and it sounds so familiar which is something you and I talked about and it ended up happening during my regression is that I and I've talked about this our listeners may have heard my daughter and I and other people have gone to this terminal and it's just sleek white and you know I've had many many you know reoccurring dreams of it for years and then I found myself there again in your session, which was shocking. I had no idea I was going to be there. That was like one of the coolest sessions for me. And yes, the terminal. And so you were said we could, that it was a terminal that had portals to any universe realm or world, and that you have the opportunity to go anywhere. And it's so interesting because when I'm doing these regressions with my clients, oftentimes, you know, we video of a session, if it's via Zoom, I'll have my eyes closed and I see everything. I'm very clairvoyant. So I see everything that you're seeing. I felt like I was right there with you. I could see the portals and you can see, you know, through the portals. And it was very interesting. In your bio, it says these sessions, they can help with life purpose, release trauma, 
and get you answers to very important questions in your life. That can really help somebody on the journey mm-hmm. during this time as we're evolving. Absolutely. I mean, look at my story. If I wouldn't have had a session, I probably, I wouldn't think I would be here now helping other people. So the number one question that clients come to me on the list of questions is what is my life purpose? And I won't say what that is, but I will give a hint that everyone has the same life purpose. Really? Wow. The same. Everybody has the same exact answer. Have not heard a different answer yet. So (laughs) it's interesting and people get the answers to everything. Sometimes there could be a question on there and the subconscious will be irrelevant, maybe because it doesn't serve their higher purpose to know the answer to that. Nothing is, there's really no question that I won't ask. Um, well, actually, that's not true. The only question I won't ask, and somebody came to me with this, I was like, no, is when will I die? And that's because it doesn't really serve your higher purpose mentally to, to know that you're going to be like, oh my goodness, I have 200 days left, you know? So I was like, no, I won't ask that. And your subconscious wouldn't answer it anyways, more than likely the often response is irrelevant. <laughs> it's very like to the point. <laughs> Well, I thought that my, my past life regression part was very amazing because it was a story that I've never heard in my life. I, I mean, I, I never heard anything like it and yet I could totally see that happening. Mm-hmm. So just to give our listeners an example, I was a younger lady and I had a little brother and it just seemed like it was the two of us. and. I would make these headscarves and then go to a market and sell them. Seems like my brother became like the face or the man that helped Mm -hmm. me be successful. But I was kind of like the brains and the one doing it. And then my father came and took my brother to be his heir and to work with him. And because I was a businesswoman and I wouldn't like go marry who he wanted me to and all the things, there was like, you know, some tension and separation. That's so crazy. There's no way I could have made up that shit. No. And emotions. Emotions is another way that I validate this work is because the emotions that come with those experiences, sometimes my clients will cry or they're angry. Something that's very validating for me as a practitioner. And maybe for listeners, you talk about like for you, because everybody's different. Did you see visually or did you more feel into what was going on during your session? How was it like for you when you regressed? Because everybody's different. I'm a feeler. I feel like this is happening. and. Mm. No, I saw everything as very clear scenes, almost like a movie mm-hmm. in my mind. I didn't hear anything. I think maybe I may have felt a little bit and in color even actually, which is interesting. So I'm like you, when I have sessions with my clients, I see what they're going through. In fact, I have sessions called soul immersion sessions, and that's exactly what I do that's, it turned into that, morphed into that because I was seeing where they were going into their sacred space and, you know, I could see them walking around in it. That's how I experienced this as well. But I did definitely feel emotion. You know, my little brother, Mm -hmm. I ended up naming like my youngest son, I believe it was uh, after him. His name was David, which is interesting Mm -hmm. because my spirit guide, the mute monk is David, which Mm -hmm. we also had contact with him too. So you do the past life regression and then you wanted to speak to my highest self. 
I guess, or my oversoul. Is that right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, we call forward the oversoul at that point in time to come and answer your questions to scan the body. Again, you know, the self healing is a very big part of a quantum um, healing hypnosis session. And so we did the body scan, you're looking for anything that's not aligned in perfect harmony, trapped emotions, chakras that are blocked. And you know, so your subconscious came forward to answer that. And we went through your list of questions, got all of that information. And any, I always ask, is there any advice? Is there any guides or anybody here with us today that wants to come forward? A lot of times spirit guides or loved ones that have passed will come forward, you know, with, with words for for the client too. It's so interesting. Every time I've ever been put under hypnosis, there are certain things that are highlighted that stay with me. Mm -hmm. And then there's many little things that I overlook or forget until I listen to it again. In fact, this happened with David, actually with my spirit guide, David, that had come through in a hypnosis session that I had years ago where it was like, I was like, so into the past life regression that I've kind of forgot some details about when we had done in between lives where he called me by my soul's name. And I did not remember that or hear it till two years later after that regression. So do you find that many people don't know really what the connections are? And then way later down the road, they're like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what that meant. Oh yeah. I get emails all the time. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had a client, his spirit guide name was Gary. And we thought that was interesting. It, and it's like my spirit guide, G- Gary. And it was like, okay, Gary. And then Gary came forward and had messages and it was actually a few months ago, I should say. And then a couple of weeks ago, I got a text. It was like, hey, remember me? And uh, I'm the one that had the spirit guy, Gary. And I was like, oh, yeah, because we both kind of chuckled about that. We're like, what a name, like Gary, the spirit guy. And I'm like, OK. And, like, and he's like, well, I was talking with my mom and that was my great, great grandpa. And she showed me a picture and it was him. And he didn't know that that was his great, great grandpa's name. He had no idea. So. <laughs> and that was actually him that he saw. It was 100%. He said, he said, he's like, I'm still tripping out of her. And I was even like, wow, you know, again, just more validation. And so. I yeah, find it's it like so it. interesting, you know, because we're so multidimensional, we're dealing mm-hmm. with ancestors, we're dealing with past lives, we're dealing with future lives. Oh my God. And that's not, I guess that's what's quantum. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're only beginning to touch the surface. So I'm so excited to see what continues to evolve and come up, especially in this line of work and what we're uncovering. It's just fascinating. And that's why I love it so much. I'm so passionate about what I do and helping people, you know, getting them the answers, you know, clearing out, you know, the trauma and finding out, you know, what, what's harming or hurting the body or anything, even like diet related questions is a very common question. What's the best diet for me? You know, and the subconscious will be like, Oh, you know, no dairy or no grain and just anything that you want to know to help you. We can get those answers. So now can you help yourself? Can you help yourself with quantum healing? Or is this something that you, you know, have to have a practitioner for yourself now that you're, mm-hmm. I think like, I, I think I could, however, and I have actually thought about like recording myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like inducing myself that way, but 
I probably would just trade with a practitioner. We, we have a network where we trade amongst each other. So I do try to do a session myself every other month or so, so that I can really? ensure that I'm, mm-hmm, so that I make sure I'm still on my right path. And I have that guidance coming through as well. And even through meditation, although we connect with the higher self in meditation, it's still very different than a quantum session where you're verbally, your, your higher self is verbally answering and coming through crystal clear with the answers for you. So I do try to get my own sessions every other month or so. So is that what you recommend? Like how often to get sessions? Well, it's different, I think, for everybody. For me, it's also because I work, you know, in this field, I have access to do those sessions. I have some clients who come in for one session, and that's all that they need. And then I have people who come in monthly uh, and want, or want to schedule monthly with me ongoing. And so I think it's really different. With quantum healing, it is so powerful. You do really only need just a single session. But if you're feeling guided, intuitively drawn to have more than one, then always, you know, with anything, you trust your intuition. So. Okay. So what kind of follow up or what kind of care after the session is important? Definitely. Just integration is a big thing. So after the session, I find that the gateway to your subconscious mind, the higher self is open for two to three days. So oftentimes clients will have dreams. They'll see like, you know, have synchronicities, visions that can come through. That is not uncommon. So be aware, maybe have like a journal or a notebook so that you can write those things down. And after the session, sometimes, you know, you could be a little tired that day. So just make sure you have the day off. You don't have anything else planned or scheduled sessions, as you know, could be anywhere from four to five hours. We really, we dig deep. You need to come open, raw and ready to heal, to talk about everything um, for the most successful session. And so afterwards, just making sure that you have that time to relax and take care of yourself. And number one, most important is to listen to the recording. And because you touched on this earlier, that it's like a dream. Sometimes you'll start to forget some important chunks of information that came through. So we have that recording. The recording does carry the quantum healing energy and those messages that your subconscious has for you. So it's very important. I always tell my clients, please listen to it in 24 to 48 hours because it really reinforces and integrates those messages in with your mind, body, and soul. There was a lot of things for myself that I got answers to, just like the portals within the terminal. Had no idea what that terminal was for. It's been a question and, you know, mystery for all of these years. That was super amazing. And just the different roles that we play in different lives with our soul family. I, I, yeah. I see this to be a, a common thing with it, all my past lives. Is that common? Yeah, and I'm glad actually that you brought that forward. It's very common. And when as a practitioner, when we're going through the past life, I will often say, you know, I get these gut instincts. I'll say, look into this person's eyes. Do you recognize them on a soul level? And sometimes they're like, no, no, I don't recognize them. Or they're like, oh my gosh, yes, this is, you know, my sister, my daughter, my brother. So that's very, very common that it, through the past life regression, that they will look into the person's eyes while they're having that experience and instantly know and recognize them on a soul level. So we are always uncovering, you know, the soul family. Okay. So now I'm remembering something. So particular people were very detailed to me, but then like, I remember like, 
my husband was not. He was just a figure. I couldn't even really see his face. I, I don't remember him that much at all. But yeah. I do. I know that he was there, you know, but he wasn't so significant as my little brother. And so that's so interesting. And also there's the old man who was a religious man who taught me how to read. That was a big thing. I mean, I was a pretty badass woman um, yeah. that life for that time. And mm-hmm. so it was very powerful, Jennifer. I really appreciate it. I got a lot from it. Like there was pieces up to puzzles, you know, that were solved. And I think it was a very helpful part of my evolution. I'm so happy to hear that. And it was such a pleasure having the opportunity to do the session with you and to be your practitioner and to get help you get those answers and uncover those lost memories and even life lessons, you know, come forward as well, remembering those lessons that you learned in previous lives. And I feel so connected with you now too. And you're working, you're helping me with my family tree, which I'm so excited about. And um, yeah. And also I feel like I I just want to let the listeners know that you as a practitioner, when you are so patient you are so very clear and you created a very safe space for me. You did not lead me in a way that was manipulating in any way. You know, you were just very authentic and kind and created a very loving container. I felt very safe, right? Because that's important when you're willing to be, you know, hypnotized and put under and go back or forward or wherever, you don't know, you know, what might be there. So I appreciate that. Yeah, it was very beautiful. And, you know, if you don't mind, I just touch on that, because to your point, sometimes, you know, people might be a little apprehensive about coming for hypnosis, but it is, it is safe. I mean, you're talking to your higher self. And I always tell my clients, your higher self wants to take care of you. So it's only going to bring forward information. It's going to help you. That's going to serve you. Some people are like, could be a little bit scared, but there's really nothing to be scared about. Um, I've even had the subconscious protect clients and like, they don't need to know that. And so if there is something that doesn't serve your higher self or that maybe mentally, you know, does not help you, it won't come forward in a session. And, you know, I'm always use my intuition to guide me in sessions. When you're experiencing the reptilian, we weren't there very long. And that's because intuitively I felt that from you, that you were a little bit shocked and like, uh, uh, and so I actually moved you forward at that point in the session. Yeah. I'm like, I want out of this body. It's slimy. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't need to no. say that because my intuition no. told me, okay, she has a little bit of, um, you know, shock right now. So we, we drifted and floated and moved forward from there. (laughs) Oh, see, that's so beautiful. You really created a very safe, amazing, beautiful experience for me that definitely offered me a lot of answers. You know, I felt like, you know, there was a lot of things that otherwise I may have never known. So I appreciate it. I thank you very much for being part of my journey and tell everybody if they want to have a session with you, which mm-hmm. I absolutely recommend hundred percent where they could find you and how that is, how that's done. If you do it in person or online. Absolutely. So I can do sessions in person. I am located here in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I also have online certification as well. And we have very successful sessions online. Um, some people feel 
more comfortable in the comfort of their own home, some people want to come in person. So either way, it can accommodate. And if you are feeling called to have a session, more than likely it's your higher self telling you that there's information or advice that it wants to give you. You can reach out to me with questions or to book. Um, my website is thesoulexperiences.com, and that is plural with an S. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Jennifer Mitchell, Q-H-H-T. And if you'd like to send an email, you could even send me an email to thesoulexperiencelv at gmail.com. I also saw on your website, it says train with me. Do you actually teach this as well? I don't teach the actual QHHT. I do teach past life regression. If you're interested in becoming a past life regressionist, uh, I do one-on-one training. Uh, I prefer one-on-one training because I want to be there to personally guide you, answer any questions. We can book clients together. I will guide you with your clients. And I can even do that online if you prefer online or in person if you're here in Las Vegas. So the training for that is two weeks. So it's one week of going over everything, diving deep into hypnosis and all everything associated with that. And then the second week is we will schedule clients and I'll be there with you side by side. I'll probably lead the first client and then you observe and then the next ones you will lead and I'll give you advice and feedback at the end. And now it's time to break that shit down. I feel called and um, just let listeners know that if you're at a place, you know, where, where I was, and I'm assuming maybe Shanna, you probably were there as well, where you're working this day-to-day job and it just feels like you are not serving your life purpose, that that is a calling um, to do something else. That's probably your higher self nudging you in a different direction. And don't be afraid, uh, you know, take the leap. The universe is always taking care of you. You are where you are now because you've always been taken care of. And It might sound scary or feel scary, but once you do it, you're going to feel just so alive, living your life purpose. And I thought it would be a lot more scary than it actually is. And I'm still here. I'm doing great and haven't been happier ever. So just take the leap. Don't be afraid to do so. Yay. Yay. Awesome. Because you're living your purpose. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. You're a wonderful speaker. Thank you. That means so much to me. Thanks for listening to Sense of Soul podcast. And thanks to our special guests for joining me. If you want more of Sense of Soul, check out my website at www.mysenseofsoul.com where you can work with me one-on-one or help support Sense of Soul podcast by donating to my coffee fund. Thanks for listening.